the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Submit your faith story or prayer request today at Jennifer-Jackson.org. You're listening to Simply for Women. Yes, you are. And I have with us Janice Humble. What an incredible woman of God. She's been serving the Lord for 40 years, and she and her husband, Mike, together have Agape Service Foundation. It was actually father founded in 1971 by their father-in-law, and they took it over in 1982. This foundation covers so many ministries, jail ministry. They have a ministry for uh, the poor. They are chaplains to the first responders. And they also have humble homes in Bangladesh and a humble home in Haiti. So much ministry on so many different levels. They they lost um, one of their sons, and we talked about that on the previous episode. So if you missed and you have lost a child or an adult child, I hope you'll go back because Janice really encouraged us uh, through that situation. But today we want to unpack breast cancer a little bit more. She had a mother with dementia. And I know many of you that are listening today are in those troubled times or you're in a difficult situation. And I really believe that Janice will encourage your faith today. So welcome back to the show, Janice. Thank you, Jennifer, for having me. It is. I appreciate it. Oh, it is such a privilege and honor. I, I mean, 40 years of ministry really shares with us that this is a marathon and not a sprint and <laughs> serving the Lord is well worth it. And he is God is so faithful. I think you said that on the first show. But we were talking yesterday about you. You and I share one thing in common. We share several things in common. But one of those is, is a breast cancer diagnosis and that when you received this, you sat down in the living room and said, God, I want you glorified in this. And you took communion. What a beautiful initial response to that situation. Is there anything else that you wanted to share about that that would encourage women that are in some sort of a health crisis? You know, all all I know to do is to trust in the Lord. And I know sometimes that sounds kind of trite, those words, but that's where we have to keep our eyes on the Lord is to trust in him and to not try to figure everything out because we're not going to understand everything, Jennifer, that happens in our life. But we know the one who does, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ, and we have to keep our eyes on him. And uh, I know during the time when I I took the treatments, you know, I I did that for six weeks, five days a a week. And uh, I would go, and as I said, you know, I knew the Lord was right there with me. And, uh, you know, I would be reminded of scriptures, or I remember when they were going to do the lumpectomy that, Uh, just lying on the gurney and I started singing that old hymn Blessed Assurance, Jesus is Mine you know, so you really have to bring your thoughts um, under control because your thoughts can go wild when you're told you have cancer Mm -hmm. and and just getting our thoughts you know, under obedience okay God, this has been told to me now I want you glorified in it, show me what to do show me what not to do and I know you're always going to be there with me. I know it's not going to be an easy journey. It can be a painful journey. It can be a journey of sorrow. 
but if we would continually try to keep our eyes on the cross of what he did for us, he said he took all our sorrows, our sicknesses, our diseases, our pains, hmm. and that's where our trust has to has to lie. He carried sometimes all it doesn't of always those. Always turn out. He did, and sometimes our, you know, our prayers aren't always answered the way we would like for them to be. But that's again, that's where trust has to come in. Lord, I, I don't understand this, but I know that uh, you're going to take care of things. And there was a time uh, my mother had dementia for about three years before she passed away. Wonderful mother. She read, she sewed, she worked in the yard, and never would I have thought she would have uh, come, you know, had that attack her. But we were going shopping one day and to Bowling Green, and all of a sudden she said, you know, I haven't seen Janice in several days. And I was driving, and I was like, what did she just say? Hmm. And I, I looked over at her, and I said, well, Mama, I'm Janice. And she looked at me and touched my face with the sweetest smile, and we just went on our way. Hmm. But that began, uh, changes began to take place. And uh, So I think about you went through breast cancer, and now you find out that your mother has dementia. It's one thing to have the pain for ourselves, but how did you handle, sometimes it's almost harder, isn't it? I wish I could take this pain from you but you see someone else who's oh. suffering. How did you process that? Well, it was, it was, I cried a lot. My brother and I, you know, you had to, you had to laugh at times over things that she might say uh, in order to keep from crying. But uh, you would just, some days you may be the, the parent again, and they would be the child. But you would just love on them, and uh, that's all I know to say to people. You know, the scripture says over there in Corinthians, the 13th chapter, love never fails. Hmm. So most all the time until she passed away, uh, she would know us. She would know us most of the time. Sometimes she might think I was her mother or maybe her sister. And then there might be days where she would say, I know who you are. And I think she really did, but she might not just be able to say my name. But that was a journey, that too, that I would not wish on even my worst enemy. Did your mother uh, live with you, or, or did was she in a home? She or? lived next door. Okay. She lived next door, too, between my brother and I. And we took care of her as, much, as long as we could until the last seven months of her life. And then we had to put her in a nursing home, which was something that we both said we would never do. But by that point, uh, you know, it, she, it, to that point, it, it wasn't so bad, you know, with her. She was would be satisfied there uh, because she wouldn't always know the difference. What was the it, hardest part of caring? I'm sorry, go ahead. But it, but it was a journey, and I cried a lot. <laughs> I cried a lot those uh, for those three, three and a half years, and I know a lot of people listening go through a lot more years with the Alzheimer's and, uh, and the dementia with their family. So I just encourage them just, you know, to just love on them. And, and there are days that you're going to have meltdowns, and, and you think, Lord, I don't think I can stand this any longer. 
And uh, again, God knows all things. And he, he said the joy of the Lord is our strength. Mm-hmm. So we have to uh, reach down with all that's within us and get that joy that he provided for us. You know, he said, let no man take the joy from us. So we have to hold on to that peace and joy that he provided when he went to the cross. Well, you know, Janice, you are such a servant. I mean, your entire ministry, the Agape Service Foundation, it's all about serving you. So you served your your mother. You've served your children. What about others? I, I know that you have a jail ministry. We have just a couple minutes left, but share with us. You have Humble Homes in Bangladesh and Haiti a benevolent mm-hmm. center right there in Russellville, Kentucky. And I wanted to let everyone know that if you would like to learn more about their ministry, you can go to agapesvf.com. That's agapesvf.com and learn more about their ministry there. But Janice, tell us how, tell us about jail ministry and about these homes. We have about two minutes. Okay. I was going to say, you know, there's uh, maybe ladies that are listening that have children in jails or prison and, and and I tell them when I go to the jail or the prison to do ministry that I see them as someone's child. That's the way I have to look at them. That's as great. someone's child, and I would want someone to go and minister to my child if uh, if they were in jail or prison. So I think that you have to see them that way uh, because God loves them. You know, uh, my prayer is that we will see uh, see them delivered from the drugs and all kinds of addictions and yes. out there. And I know that nothing is impossible with the Lord. What but, are some uh, of the coolest things you've ever seen God do? Well, we minister on death row also. Uh, that's our state institution where death row inmates are. And there are several men there that are, are great Christians and they even send and support, you know, the ministry, and they pray for us, mm. and that means so wow. much to us. And, you know, we've seen God change lives. Uh, there was one man that was in prison, I think it was about 40 years, and he got out years ago, and he's still out. And, you know, taking him to Walmart for the first time, Mike tells the story when he saw the uh, all the conveyor belt moving, he didn't know what was happening, you know, taking his items and moving them along. He didn't know what was going on. And hmm. just, you know, some of them have been in there for seeing, uh, getting out and seeing how things have changed. But uh, it's it's not an easy ministry. And, you know, we we do see changes, and then there are those that, that haven't changed. But I said as long as there's breath in somebody... There's hope. Yes, there is hope. Janice Humble, thank you so much for being with us today. You have a heart. You have a heart for those in jail. You have a heart for those overseas in Bangladesh and in Haiti. You have a heart for the EMTs, for the fire and police as chaplains. 40 years of service. Thank you so much, Janice Humble, for being with us. You have been listening to Simply for Women. I'm Jennifer Jackson. What an inspiration. So I don't know where you are today, but I encourage you to go serve. Go serve the Lord. It's rich, it's wonderful, and it's worth it. If you would like to know more about Simply for Women, go to jennifer-jackson.org. That's right, jennifer-jackson.org. And learn more about the show. You can even download a prayer, a a recipe. There's healing prayers on there, some books, so many resources for you. You can listen to the previous shows with Janice. You have been listening to Simply for Women.
hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be. Simply be with God. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.